Podcast Network. What's up, everybody? Thank you for checking out the Glass Clown Podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Christopher. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you for supporting the Bible Code Core Podcast Network. I very much appreciate it. Uh, just to let you know, I did print out a, uh, a lot of stickers. I got a grip of stickers for the Bible Code Core Podcast Network. Uh, they're free. All you got to do is ask me for them if you see me out and about uh, at a mic or at a show or whatever. Uh, just uh, all you got to do is ask, and uh, I'll, I'll hand them over to you. Uh, they're just to promote the, the the podcast network, get the word out there, and uh, yeah. I uh, don't have any shows to announce. Don't really have anything going on. Not nothing this month. Nothing till around August. Uh, so yeah. So if you just follow me on social media, I'll promote the uh, anything that I got going on on there at your homie Pat, or you can check out babacodecore.com for any show information or podcast information, anything that, that like that. Um, yeah, on today's episode, I got my homie Brendan Potter. Uh, finally got a chance to sit down with him, uh, and we did we did two things. We did the Glass Clown podcast, and then I did a mini episode of a possible nether podcast idea that I'm, 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 I'm toying with. I'm, I'm playing with the idea of it uh, called Let's Start a Fucking Band. Uh, cause I just want to, I want to nerd out about music and stuff, you know, I want to find out what people are listening to. Maybe they could turn me on to something that I, I haven't found or something different, you know, uh, I want to find out what they listen to, what's new to them, what's old stuff that they listen to, uh, favorite cover songs, uh, and, and songs that, that make them feel, make them feel either happy or sad or both, you know? Uh, so I put that out there early, the, the, uh, let's start a fucking band mini episode with Brendan Potter. Uh, if you haven't seen that, that's on the YouTube page, the Baba Core YouTube page, please like, and subscribe to YouTube page or the, um, the podcast platform, whichever, however you listen to podcasts, uh, we should be there. If you like, and subscribe, uh, you'll get notified on any new episodes or any new podcast idea that I put out there and, uh, you'll stay in the know about all that. But uh, today uh, on this episode, uh, I sat down with uh, Brendan Potter. You can find him at uh, Pots on Fire. I think that's on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, Instagram for sure, Pots on Fire. And uh, good discussion. Good discussion uh, about what he's going, what he got going on, what he's got going on, and uh, got into the questions. And uh, it was fun. Uh, anyway, let's get into this episode. My conversation with Brendan Potter. Yeah, uh, I actually do. So um, as far as like any handles, any and all handles, I'm Pots on Fire. Uh, my podcast that I have is Right Jokes, Wrong Times. And um, as far as a show, I've got a show 
on August 8th at Laugh Out Loud. And uh, you can find those tickets on my Facebook or, you know, wherever you can find me. Awesome, man. Who's that show with that? Laugh Out Loud? Uh, that's, so that's an a antisocial showcase. Oh, that's right. That's right. So it's Justin, or sorry, not just Jesus, uh, Joey Smith, um, Davey, Jackson, me. I feel like I'm forgetting somebody. Oh, Juan. Juan. Yeah. And uh, special guests, um, Juan Perez and special guests. So. Oh, who's a special guest? Yeah, I, I, that's where I learned I wasn't special, man. <laughs> They're like, we're going to have special guests. Like, damn. All right. I'm named. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. uh, cool, man. So how's everything going with, with, uh, with comedy? Uh, it's actually been going great, man. I felt like uh, this past week sucked. I, I did terrible. The week before that was like one of the times I've kind of hit it the hardest, and I felt like I was like my set was the tightest. I've kind of gotten it in a little while. Yeah. So that was nice. I felt like I kind of slipped a little backwards last week, which sucks, but. What do you mean by slip a little backwards? Um, well, <laughs> like at an open mic that I was hoping to like work on a couple new jokes at. Basically, people were talking so loud that I stood there with the mic. Yeah. So <laughs> I didn't work on those. And then like, you know, it's just then the next time that I went up, I, I probably wasn't as prepared as I needed to be, which uh, is on me. Yeah. So it sucked. I, I, I had like a mess at I basically did good on the jokes that I know were OK. And then what can you do? You know, like how much does that affect you? Like mentally big time how so um it'll put me in a good mood or a bad mood if i have a bad set yeah. i get off stage and i'm not happy yeah i'm like i'm not happy i want to like slam the drink i have and like leave <laughs> i don't want to talk to anybody i just want to take off you ever see me have a bad set uh yeah how do i look afterwards the same <laughs> oh jesus damn maybe i just look like a bitch all the time God no damn. man <laughs> I could, like because there are people that will have bad sets and they'll be like, yeah, so upset, so pissed off. Like you could see it immediately. Yeah. With you, it's just like, oh, well, because Damn. you never think that you're going to have a good set. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so you're never surprised when you don't have a good set. <laughs> yeah. That's... Damn. All right. You're like, oh, well, I knew that was going to happen. I was prepared for that to happen. That's true. You know? Well, I. I... Uh, to be honest, man, I thought that I wore my heart on my sleeve, so it kind of throws me off to know that I don't. And maybe, maybe because I'm, I'm overly, uh, I, w- I don't want to say emotional, but that's exactly where I'm going. I'm overly, like, I feel everything to extremes. Right. When I'm happy, I'm, like, extremely happy. When I'm sad, I'm fucking extremely sad. And I think it's apparent to people, uh, or apparent, I don't know, if, obvious. It's obvious to people where I'm at. Even though I try to make it seem like I'm not like where like that that low or right. that high, people could always say like, "What's wrong with you?" <laughs> and nobody like nobody like, like everybody wants somebody like to like check up on them, right? But not when they're like really down. That's the last thing they like. Hey, what's going? That's, I, are I'll you agree okay? With that. You okay? Yeah. Like at Oak this past weekend at Oak Hills, yeah. Past, I had a really bad set. It was a horrible. the The bar wasn't set up for me to like go on stage do anything. Don't like, blame the bar. Okay, <laughs> but it was very noisy. They weren't like prepared for me, and that's that's fine. And I I didn't handle it well. And so uh, when I got off, everybody was like, "Are you are you okay?" <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, man. I'm. I mean, I'm good. I knew it wasn't going to be a good set, so I wasn't too disappointed in it. But like the fact that it, as soon as I came off, everybody goes, "Dude." <laughs> You okay? You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it's that obvious to people when I'm not feeling my my best. So for you, 
I don't really see that. But you think that you put your heart on your sleeve as far as like what you feel on the inside, people could see on the outside. Yeah. Um, I think people have a real tough time reading me. I think uh, that's what I'm saying. So yeah. you're, you're contradicting yourself on that. Well, I think, well, I could put myself out there. Yeah. But I think that people reading me read it the wrong way, I guess, maybe. Do you, do you make an attempt to like appear as if everything's fine? Like, yeah, do, do, I you, try to. do you put on an act when it, when you go out or when you go around people? I think act is like strong. Like as far as if I'm like dealing with some like family drama, yeah, then like I'll like put on a smile when I go out. I might like not be as smiley as normal, yeah, but like I'm not like acting like anything. You know what I mean? Why? Why? Do, why do you do that? Do you do that because you don't want people to ask you about it, or you do it because all right, this is where I don't have to deal with it. Uh, I met probably quite a bit of both, but like really I'll tell the people that I want, like, I, I don't want people to ask about it. You yeah. know what I mean? I hate when you like run into somebody and they're like, dude, I had a crazy weekend and you're like, I guess you want me to ask you about your weekend. <laughs> All right. Like, let's do this shit. You, can I just ask you already? Can yeah. you just tell me what you want to tell me? I don't need to ask. Anything. Yeah. Like that's, that's how I feel. If I'll tell you something's up. I don't need I don't need to like leave out clues like your Scooby Doo trying to figure this shit out. Yeah. So maybe they're just trying to help you. Like this is the conversation that I want to have. Let's have this conversation rather than like this weather, man. This weather is crazy, huh? Yeah. That's you know true. what I mean? <laughs> like I, I wish. That's why I like doing this podcast. That's why I like doing podcasts in general is because like here I I know for sure we're gonna have a conversation. Right. Here, I know for sure that you want to have a conversation with me, right. vice versa. Wait, so, okay, let me let me stop you there. Uh-huh. Outside of here, you you don't know if I want to have a conversation with you? No. You don't? No. Call, how long have you known me? You don't know if I want to have a conversation with you outside of here? Yeah. How so? Like, <laughs> not that you don't want to have a conversation, but just like, oh, I'm sorry. I was just about to go inside and get a beer or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you, you never had that situation where, like... You go outside, you see a group of people, you make yourself comfortable, but it has nothing to do with you, but they were just about to get up and go inside. Right. I was like, oh, I missed, I missed the, the roundabout. I missed like the hangout session. Yeah. You know what I mean? When you podcast, I know that you're going to be here for <laughs> at least an hour. It's not like you're going to go like, all right, man, well, um, good talking to you for this five minutes, but I'm going to go do something else. I mean, is getting a beer an option? Can I? <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's, it's. I don't know how to read signs on people. And so even when I say like, that, that you come off like your, uh, your body language or whatever, maybe I'm reading it wrong. That, that could be very possible. Well, that my, my voice is monotone, so maybe my body language is monotone too. I don't know, man. No. But uh, how was that? Like, were you always like that? Like, even as, as a kid? Well, because we're disagreeing on, the, on that fact. I say that you don't appear... You know, if you're in a, in a bad mood, good mood. Have you seen me in a bad mood? No, I don't think so. I've been, I like, really, the only time I could think of would be, like, if I have, like, a really shitty set and I'm just in a bad mood then. But otherwise, like, I don't know, man. I tend to, like, hide myself away if I'm, like, going through some shit or if I'm just unhappy or whatever. Do you still go out when you're unhappy? Yeah, like, I'll go out. But, like, you know, I just don't talk about it and I'll just go and I'm there to, like not think about that other shit i'm there to like have a couple michelobes and like maybe like i'll chat with you about shit or i'll chat with like joey or yeah buyers or like just people that i kind of know yeah and here's another thing like i like talking about real shit yeah you know 
and a lot of people a lot of people don't like a lot of people wanted to be so, uh, surfaced and very playful and i get that because we don't need i don't want to get awkward right now you know okay but i think here's the thing that people don't understand is i i don't mind going deep but i still like to be playful <laughs> yeah no yeah yeah for sure it's not like i'm like all right let's get sad so, we're outside let's let's fucking get sad <laughs> you know but i i would rather talk about like something uh of substance than just like uh so, the weather so, so, yeah so how, how'd your set go you know so, we all know how the set went you know it didn't go good you saw it you know don't ask me about it uh but I don't know, man. Uh, when you have a bad set, what's the best thing that could be told, told to you? What's the worst thing that could be told to you? By by a friend and then by a stranger. Um, stranger, good set. And <laughs> by a friend, good set. <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst thing? Yeah. Uh, as far as, like, to help you out with comedy and shit, there was a lot of times where I did stuff that I thought was, like, good and it wasn't people came out and be like good set and now i know i can tell like what's fake and what's not yeah um but uh no as far as like yeah i guess good set i'll go good set you take that negative or you think that like they're they're being sarcastic like good set (laughs) (laughs) if if it was a bad set i'm saying if it was a bad set yeah yeah um Okay, well, you're saying so if it's a good set, what's the best thing I could be told? And be- no, saying? like both, if a bad set for both uh, both different parties, what's the worst thing that could be said to you during a bad set or after a bad set? Yeah. Um, what's the best thing that could be said to you after a bad set? Okay, I'm going to go with best thing instead. Let me change that. So the best thing would probably be like, probably just advice on what you could do better. Mm-hmm. Like for real, uh, not like fake or, you know, just, hey, you did good here, maybe this. I've had some like really good advice from people right after some of my best sets where it was like, dude, you did really good on this. Uh-huh. Uh, maybe think about this or like, hey, there was a little dead spot here. Uh-huh. Hit this instead or say like uh, Larry Garza just told me one time just because of the subject matter to switch two jokes around. Yeah. To- totally changed my set. Yeah. So like just that helps so much, man. That's cool, man. So uh, when I told you about the idea of the story, I mean the story, the idea of the podcast and the question of the podcast, you're like, why do you wait to the end to ask the question? Yeah. You should go straight from uh, from the get-go to ask the questions. Yeah. So I guess we'll go ahead and jump into them. So the three questions is uh, what do you fear, what do you worry about, and what don't you like about yourself? So we'll start with the fear. What is something that, that you're afraid of? What is something that, uh, that you fear? Uh, my biggest fear right now is like just basically i started a company so not being able to pay the bills money not rolling in then i gotta like figure out what the fuck i'm gonna do with my family you know yeah. what I mean? that scares the shit out of me and it it should man i think that's a healthy fear to have i mean congratulations on you starting your business i think it's Thank a you. good thing i think it's the best thing for you i mean like since you started i'm I've, I've trying to be, like encourage you here and there because it's, it's not it's not easy you know right. just the the little details that you tell me about it, i was like man like it's it would scare somebody and it should scare somebody but at the same time like the 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 risk the reward is going to be worth the risk right you know and you have to go into the mindset with the light at the end of the tunnel type of thing like all the beginning the whole beginning with anything the beginning is going to suck yeah the beginning is going to make you quit you know that I mean, it's supposed to be rough, and it, it is a risky thing. You're starting a business, you're going on, but you know exactly what you're doing, though. Right. You know. Well, I like that you talk about that risk reward thing because I I agree with you. It is. 
I did have to weigh that. But the only thing that sucks is right now I'm living in that risk part. So I just need to make it to the reward part. Because that would you, be nice. But you just started. I know. You you can't win anything without starting from the beginning, you know? So, it's rough. Like, so when it comes to that thing, how strict are you with, like, okay, by this date I got I to gotta conquer X, Y, Z. Or not conquer, but achieve. Or this is what success is by this point. You know what I mean? Are you on a strict timeline in anything with with business, or you're just you're just gonna go until you start seeing the results that you want? Yeah, I mean, like uh, like as far as specific like numbers that I'd like to hit and all that kind of stuff. Like, yeah, I've, I've set like specific numbers that I want to hit, like hopefully by specific dates, right? Yeah. But um, really, in the car business, it's kind of like right now it's nuts, dude. There's like no cars out there whatsoever, and I don't know if you've heard, but there's like a microchip shortage. A so, microchip shortage, bro. So like cars take microchips. Uh-huh. Everything takes microchips. There's uh-huh. just a shortage on them in the world. So, like, cars right now are just Interesting way Interesting how there's up. a shortage on microchips when this vaccine just came out. <laughs> oh, shit, yeah. You Jesus. think that has anything to do with it? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a firm believer in microchips. I think I'm, I'm pro-microchip, I'm pro-vaccine, and I'm pro-microchips and vaccine. I saw a microchip in the syringe. That <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're like, oh, it hurts. Oh, that's the microchip hurting. What do you, what do, you do daily to, like, kind of, like, uh, assure you that you assure yourself that you're doing the right thing with this business get up early go yeah. to work early you yeah. gotta be there i can beat it i think it's funny man i work in corpus mainly corpus uh-huh. and beville um i beat other dent guys to their dealership and i live in new Braunfels. yeah so like get up go to your dealerships Who, like if the if i can beat the other dent guy there and i'm like dude i can fix this dent right here mm-hmm. that's been here for two weeks mm-hmm. and the other dent guy ain't showing up yet then people will give me work so it's it's a matter of being there. It's yeah. a matter of like making sure you're out there. Really, I'm a, I feel like I'm a salesman. Right? Yeah. So you just have to be checking, a salesman. You're yeah. selling yourself to these people yes, before I, you yeah, keep, I am. before <laughs> even like showing your work. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, they have to like you first before they give you opportunity to show your work. Yeah, that's true. Um, so yeah, I mean, it, like to every day, it's just get up, go to work. I make sure I'm at work, whether it's like raining, whether it's whatever. I'm yeah. there. I'll, I'll go check in on a dealership, even if it's down in Corpus, just to say. Sorry, it's raining too much today, and I'll drive home. Uh-huh. Like, I don't care. What's something that you worry about? Is everything is everything that you're going through right now like a lot to do with the business? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, I, that's where I'm at right now in life. Like, I, I really have a pretty damn good life. I'm, I don't go through much. So, yeah, that's basically yeah. everything that's on my mind right now. Cool, that's a great podcast. Thank you. <laughs> <Have a night. laughs> Welcome back to First World Problems. <laughs> I mean, that's good, man. That's good for you that, like, shit's good. I mean... <laughs> You don't have to be sad to be here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I thought about it earlier. So uh, I, I think my biggest worry would be, like, especially because I got into comedy after being married for quite a while. So integrating being out for comedy into my marriage has been hard, man. So I like guess... the schedule? Like, yeah. yeah. Just being gone. Yeah. I mean, I'm like, I, I'm, I have kids and a wife and stuff, and I'm just like, all right, I'm going to go out to this place and say the shit that i wrote down yeah you can clearly tell is ridiculous <laughs> yeah. you know so my biggest worry there is like is like everything to do with that that she would be like i think you're out too much and i don't want you to be or like i don't want to stick around for this like go go fuck yourself you know what i mean you think that would actually happen i, I don't know man like i don't know man i don't think it would happen but i hope not that's like See, one that's of my biggest the, worries but you don't, okay yeah i get that i get that so that's something that I deal with, like, literally week in, week out, right? If you are out a bunch one week, then it's like you face that. You start talking about that immediately. 
What's tough though, man? What's so tough is that I, especially w- w- with comedy and like the the beginnings, the earlier uh, uh, starts of of comedy, it has to be a constant thing, right? You know, you have to be out there as much as possible, you know. But then again, it maybe it, it, it maybe that uh-huh. the end goal is different. You know, I hate when I like I feel bad when I talk to you about stuff the, the way that I think could because we're completely different people. You know, yeah, I do have a wife, but I don't have any kids. And, like, we have separate schedules, so, like, me being out, me being busy doesn't affect it as much as it would for somebody else's situation. Yeah. And I don't I don't like to use that as, like, I, I don't like to feel like I'm blaming them, right? Because, like, I, I, everybody has reasons that they could be somewhere else. Everybody. Yeah. No matter what it is. Yeah. Everybody could be somewhere else doing whatever they want to do. I could be home with my kids. I just want to do this, right? Yeah. Uh, Jesus, that makes us that <laughs> They're their formative years, man. Jesus. <laughs> but it is tough. It's a real situation that you're going through. Yeah. How, since you started comedy, how do you feel about yourself personally? I've learned how stupid I am and how <laughs> just, yeah, stupidity, man, is the first thing that comes to how do I feel about myself? I I've really have a bad view of myself. Really? I, yeah, I feel like uh, I've learned how naive and stupid I am. A lot. Do you like yourself more since you started comedy? I like who I'm becoming more, yes. Yeah. yeah. But I don't like who, like, I basically, who I realized I was and who I realized I am. I, I don't like who I am now still. <laughs> Can we talk about that? Yeah. Why don't you like, <laughs> what don't you like about yourself now? I feel like I'm just annoying as hell. Anno- uh, annoying how? You're very vague with stuff. Like, how are you, how do you think you're annoying? That, think, that's annoying. You being vague is very annoying. <laughs> I think I annoy everybody I'm around at all times. I think when I talk, I annoy You're the not really annoying. I'm just people. trying to get more information. I'm trying to understand it better. Yeah. You're not really annoying. <laughs> no, I, I literally think, like, uh, I'm going to make this thing fall off. I know it. Uh, I do you could adjust it if you need to. No, no, you could. Um, yeah, I literally think, like, I'm annoying everybody that I'm around pretty much at all times. Like, even people that I think, like, kind of vaguely like me. <laughs> I think, like, I annoy them most of the time. What do you, why? Do you think people are short with you? you think people give you attitude? you think people, like... People get away from me quick. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. People will look for really, like, they almost exactly what you said earlier. Like, I'm going to go grab a beer now. <laughs> but that's just, I mean, the, the, maybe that has nothing to do with you. Yeah. Maybe they were, were literally just about to get up. Yeah. Better go like, oh, Potter's here. Let me get up now. I heard this thing that like uh, you, people don't think about you as much as you think they do. And that's helped me a lot. Yeah. With like a lot of things. Yeah. Because I don't know. I, I guess I'm just narcissistic. I think like when people do something like, oh, they're doing this because like they don't like me. So <laughs> really? Yeah. You have an example? Uh, Yeah. That you would like to share. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I won't I won't name who they are, but like pretty much any time I'm ever out, like if I'm really like around people, they'll like they'll look for ways to get out of any conversation with me and like take off, man. Really? I feel like, yeah. I think that's I think you're projecting. I don't I don't think anybody's like well I, again, it might be different depending on who you're talking about, but I don't think anybody's like I don't want to be around here right now. I don't want to be around you right now. So I'm the, I'm thinking very specifically of like people that I know and people that I like and people that I think like me. Uh, actually, I'll name them uh, uh, with like Byers and Joey. Mm-hmm. I've been in like conversations with them where they are like literally not paying attention to me as I'm like telling them a story and they were looking at like who came through the door uh-huh. and then started talking about that and uh-huh. I just stopped talking. <laughs> well, that, I get that. I mean, they do that all the time with me too. But 
that's just I don't think it's personal. I don't think it's personal. That's just how they they're young. That's an example, and not just with them. That's an example of stuff that happens to me constantly. Yeah, constantly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's why. I mean, I do better on stage than I do in a group setting, conversation wise, because when you're on stage, everybody's looking at you, everybody's listening to you, all that stuff. When you're in a group thing, you're like, I don't, I don't have the energy to be the loudest one here. <laughs> Yeah, you know, there's some people that just that cannot not be right. the loudest one in that uh, in the circle. Shout out Dallas Band, <laughs> but uh, some people just don't have it. But I, I get that too. Like in the middle of something that you're saying, they'll just be like, "There's something else over there," <laughs> you know. Um, I was trying to get to the to how you feel after you started comedy, how you feel about yourself, and you say that you don't you you realize that you don't like yourself. Yeah, like I realized how stupid I am, and I realized just how. Uh, naive I am how just like selfish I am it's all the stuff like I, I feel like when you start writing about you at least I do I, I'm very self-deprecating in my humor at least yeah so I guess it's easy for me to nitpick me I, I tend to nitpick people so I nitpick me most because I'm around me all the time <laughs> yeah. more than anybody you know yourself more than anybody yeah um, but so so being self-deprecating which is like a main part of comedy or like one of the like first steps you know you gotta talk shit about yourself first steps is like the five steps like next is pain next is anger yeah yeah yeah. yeah. take my wife please Jesus. that's like step four i thought uh, that was step three something <laughs> that's a good joke uh so trying to make jokes about yourself has brought out the things that you don't like about yourself even more it's because highlighted them but the whole thing is supposed to make you make you you're laughing at the things that you don't like about yourself to make you more comfortable with the, with the things that you don't like about yourself. But you're saying it's having a negative effect. Um, no, I think it's having a positive effect. I think you can find the things that you don't like about yourself and try and address them. Like I realized how much I uh, cut people off. Like I've done it a shit ton in this podcast. Uh huh. I realize how much I like don't let people finish sentences. I don't let people finish stories because I like start finishing them for them. Yeah. And like, so I've, at least I realize it. I feel like I'm getting better at shit. So it's not that I don't think it's, it's actually been a negative thing. I feel like I've identified or highlighted things. And then now I'm like helping myself get better at them. But yeah. I, I see them. I see you. <laughs> but you see them more now since you started comedy? Yeah. It's become time. more, more, uh, more clear, more, uh, more present. Yeah. I feel like in my life, I feel like from 25 on, I feel like I was just kind of coming out of a fog where I was just kind of on autopilot from there. So I feel like I'm just kind of catching up to speed on everything. Was autopilot, is that code word for religion? No, because it, it was in everything. It was in politics. It was in life. It was in finances. It was in taxes. It was in everything. When I ask you about religion, you make it seem like it's not as big of a deal as you think it is. But you were Mormon. You were of that life. Yeah. And to I was me, about that life. You're about that life, and to me, and I may I may be wrong, but that it, and I know it's not this, but it does seem kind of like a cult, you know. Yeah. So, and then when did you when did you leave that? Uh, so I left when I was like 25, right around the same time that that whole Six, fog years. that whole fog was yeah. lifted. But you don't think that has a connection? No, I I definitely do. It made me realize, okay, this one thing that I was so sure about. I was dead set that Mormonism was it. Right? Uh-huh. When you're like, all right, well, now I'm not sure about that anymore. I, that's when I realized, like, dude, I don't know shit about anything. 
Uh, I thought including I had, yourself. Yeah, about everything. I, I thought I kind of had because you, you were told what to think, what to feel, yeah. where to be, all that stuff. Right. So that's that that is autopilot. You were autopilot because of the religion, because of all that stuff. I don't want to push it all on religion. Okay. What else would it be then? Well, I was also at that point 25 and went through school. So oh, like, why, why couldn't I have learned in school that maybe I should have learned that like, hey, maybe the earth is a little bit older than 6,000 years. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like, well, why what type of school? Public. Oh, the public school? Yeah. Okay, okay. So like, why couldn't I have learned that in that time? Why, why wasn't I paying attention for that? Because we, Cause I was being a smart ass in school. But were you not a curious student? Did you not question stuff? You're just like, you're just here for the test and uh, to, to pass and to move on. Generally speaking, in life, I'm a go with the flow type of person. You, I show up and they're like, this is what we're doing. And I'm like, I got you. Yeah. So. But that's that's what you do. That's the way, That's the earth. That's the life that you created for yourself. Yeah. So, I mean, like, it's just so weird that, like, at 25, I was like, I was just going through a fog. But you put yourself in that fog. Like, you made your, you, you created that fog that you lived in. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's just, it's just so weird that, like, you're just, dis- or not just, but at 25, you were discovering yourself. But you're just like, I just don't know what that fog was. You don't think that. That, that fog was just being, being ignorant about most things in life i feel like yeah just being on autopilot about everything in life because you just didn't care to figure out for yourself or just because like you're just i'll, I'll just do what i'm told yeah I, I, because i didn't care to figure shit out for myself like why do i need to figure out how to like do anything financially as far as like run finances why do i need to wear a condom why do i need to do you know like i'm telling you like stupid shit <laughs> Uh, that's like how like the operating system I was running on. Uh, what made you uh, start questioning everything or start like getting rid of all the fog that's around you? A, a big thing was religion. A big thing was learning like that what I grew up believing about religion, I didn't believe anymore. Yeah. And so that was like immediately, immediately it was like, okay, well, what else do I feel like I don't know anything about? What else do I feel like I could challenge my beliefs on? How was your mental health when, when, like before you were 25, when you were in that system, when you were above that, about that life? It was good. Right? Yeah. It's, I mean, it's as good as like when I'm happy now. Yeah. What do you mean it's as good as when you're happy now? Yeah, it's like the same. You know, like if you were to see me, like I was a different person, but if you were to see me. Were you, were you a happier person then? Um, I would say, well, Jesus, I feel happier now, but you feel I, mean, happier I, now? I would say then that I was just as happy as, you know, if you had looked at me and me standing next to me younger, I would have been like, yeah, I'm just as happy as I do. Yeah. And I would have felt that way probably. Yeah. That's interesting, man. Uh, well, it, how did we get here? Or is this all part of what, what do you worry about? Um, yeah, I think this was, uh, the last one. All right. How's this going for you? It's pretty, it's, it's pretty awkward, isn't it? This podcast? Yeah. It's good. Are you here? What do you mean? <laughs> this one? This what podcast? What do you mean? Yeah. Well, I just, I thought you, I was like, are you giving, asking me to give you a live <laughs> review? Look, when you ask, when, when apps ask you to give them a review, you can usually cancel out of it. So how do I cancel out of this you review? You can just say no. no. I'm joking. I, um, I plead the fifth. <laughs> no, uh, I'm having a good time. No. I, I knew that this was probably weird because I always tried to deflect shit with trying to be funny. And I was like, this ain't, this ain't the podcast for that. And it's not just you. We're, I, I don't know if you noticed this, but we've changed the, the setup. 
that we have. I usually I'm at a table and it's a more macabre face to face. Is it more macabre? You think it's a black on black Texas black? Yeah, on black. that is kind of my style. I'm I'm in a black phase. Uh, hey. Uh, <laughs> What he means is, like, if you took that chick out of that meme and put him on the couch. Yeah. Uh, so I'm still getting used to this. It's not you. You're, you're great. I love talking to you for sure. Jesus. It's not you. You're great. <laughs> Did you believe me? If was I that, had a nickel. Was that convincing? Yeah. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm adjusting to this, but I'm, I'm having fun. We're, we're having fun. Uh, all right. So what's something that you don't like about yourself? Uh, surface level, my teeth. My teeth are yellow as fuck. I hate my teeth. Really? Yeah. I didn't even them. notice you had it. I miss, yeah, it's because I hide them, bro. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I mismanaged them big time. I don't like that I, uh, I interrupt people all the time. I kind of brought this up. I interrupt people all the time. I don't let people finish sentences. I cut people off. Why do you think you interrupt people? Like you're too, you're too eager to get your point across or you don't want to forget what you have to say or you think that what you have to say is better than what they're saying? Man, in a narcissistic way, maybe like all of them. I've been trying to figure out why. I've been trying to figure out do I think it's because people like I, I think it's because I'm afraid people don't want to listen to me. That's that's like legitimately that's kind of like the where I've come to with that. Because you people, you because you people, <laughs> because you people. <laughs> because, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> because you think people don't want to hear what you have to say, you stop listening to what they say. I I pretty much a lot of times I got load my next answer. I've noticed I'll do that, but. Um, it's so not, you're too busy thinking about what you're gonna say next, rather than listening to them and waiting for them no, to stop. It's not necessarily that. What I mean more is like I will interject what I want to say because I'm afraid that like nobody wants to listen to it, so I gotta like throw it in and like just have like I don't know. I I tend to like interrupt people, man. I, That's weird. You spend a lot of time by yourself too, right? Like you're with with your job, with yeah. the driving, you know, as a kid. Yeah, a lot of time in your head. <laughs> yeah. So when you're at groups, when you're in a group, does that like over, uh, what is it called? Like, what's the fucking word? Overstimulate? Overstimulate. Bing, 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 bing. Like yeah. My penis? <laughs> <laughs> well, like, when you're like, there's so many people here, let's, let, let me say as much as I can while I have them here. Um, no. Well, like, yeah, I, I definitely want to, like, I always feel like I want to talk to as many people as I can, kind of. Yeah. Um, but, like, if you're in like a group setting where you're like having fun, yeah, like I want to like talk to people and I don't know I, what were you. Is there like a, a point system that you do in your head? Like, oh, I, I got this many ideas out, or I, I said this many things, or I was heard this many times. No, it's it's literally like if you just felt like you had the funny thing to say and you had no filter. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just if you said something, I was like, what? You know, just no filter. Just, yeah. It comes out. Yeah. Like I interrupt people and go with stuff that they don't want to talk about. And you're working on that? Uh, or you just tell people you're working on it? I don't even tell people I'm working on it. This is like the first time I've really talked about this ever. Yeah. I'd like, literally, this is stuff that like within the past few months, I've like, feel like I've fleshed out in my head. <laughs> and does it, does it, do you get upset when you do it? When you catch yourself interrupting people? You're like, oh, I'm a piece of shit. Yeah. I'll get, I'll get upset when this I. This is why nobody likes me. Yeah. I'll, <laughs> I'll do that like sometimes in the moment. I do it a lot afterwards. Yeah. Um, especially like on a podcast where I can hear it. Uh-huh. Like I can hear the two separate lines. I'll edit my podcast, and so many times I'm like, I'll I'll do this thing where I say the same thing, trying to cut in on a sentence over and over and over, like four times until I do. Yeah, I edit all that shit out. I I do that shit all the time. Well, that, that's harder because you do it. You don't do it face to face. You do it over the phone, or you do it on Zoom or something. But I do it in real life. You do it in real. <laughs> I life? realized that's what I was like. Oh shit! I did this in real life too. 
I don't notice that. I never notice about you that you. Maybe because I interrupt people too. Do so, I? Do I do that? I don't think you do. I think you always wait for people to finish. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's why people like me because I, I make sure that they finish. Anyway. Goddamn. <laughs> you always left me satisfied, man. You know what? You're. For your background and all that stuff, you are very on top of the in- innuendos. Yeah, the sexual innuendos. Like th- that's that's you love that. Okay, <laughs> so I, and I, like this is another thing I'm trying to figure. out. I'm trying to figure out why. Like sometimes I'm cool with like talking about sex, and sometimes it's so fucking awkward. But like really, growing up, man, I was like, if you went to school, if we went to school, you and I probably would have gotten along just fine at school. I would have gotten any of the sexual references. I just didn't have sex. I just mm-hmm. didn't like really curse mm-hmm. that much. I curse, you know, as much as like. A seventh grade Christian boy mm. would, right? Dang it. Shit here and there, yeah. right? Uh, the random fuck every once in a while when I miss a shot in basketball. But, uh-huh. like, but otherwise, yeah, man, I was hip. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, like, you have this, like, childish kind of, like, uh, giddiness to it, like, sexual windows. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, you're so proud of yourself for catching them. <laughs> Uh, well, I mean, when when you are as disadvantaged as I am, sex, <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> What's disadvantaged as sex mean? Dude, I had no legs up. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> uh, I just had nothing, man. I didn't get the sex talk. I was I grew up in a religion that was like you shouldn't have it, and that was it. Yeah, I'm just like all right. And there, so, we, there we go. And so now that it's like uh, it's not forbidden anymore. Now you make more jokes about it. Yeah. I, well, like I censor myself a lot on like uh, I'll make sex jokes with friends and at comedy shows, but I like rarely make them online. Uh, there's so many that I want to post online, man. Yeah. But I just want like it's too awkward. You don't want to be that type of person. I posted one the other day that I felt weird doing this. I limited who could see it. <laughs> really? Yeah. Because I was like, I just didn't want my all my like. Friends, that I don't know what kind of sense of humor they got. It's talking about a spank bank. <laughs> I didn't know that you could limit who could see it. Well, I know that you could make it public or make it just to your friends. But you yeah. went like through your friends list to say like they could see it. They friends they accept. Can. So I was just like, this person no, this person no. Because I was just like, oh, I don't know if they get offended by a spank bank. Yeah. So that's that's the kind of stuff you put on Twitter because nobody's on Twitter. Yeah. Man, so like, I'm not saying any of my other social media platforms, I'm like crushing it. But Twitter is the place where if I throw a joke that I love out there, it'll get like one, one thing. And I'm like, dude, I could have just done it on Facebook and gotten two. Yeah. Like, I'll okay. just go with Facebook. You could have just text buyers. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah, I like that. Jesus. <laughs> uh, but I think that's, I mean, it's, it's I don't know. Uh, the innuendo humor, it's, it's, it's fun. But, uh. I know that you enjoy it more than most. <laughs> Jesus. I, oh yeah, it's it's it's. I like in, puns. It's endearing. Yeah, one liners. <laughs> uh, cool, man. How you feeling? I I I feel better after that last segment. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I feel good. Yeah, man, this was fun. Uh, thanks for coming on. Uh, plugs. Anything that you want to plug again? Um, anything no, else you want to talk talk about? Any uh, anything that you're dealing with that you would like to? Get off your chest. Take the sting out of it, if you will. Take the sting out. Jesus. This is where I come out of the closet? What's yeah. that? I don't know, man. I, I was really... I, I thought, one, that you would come out of the closet, or two, that you would start crying. And we really didn't... I mean, you, you say that you cry, but you, you didn't prove it. I suppress that shit ever since, like, the fifth grade. Yeah. I don't need to cry you said anymore. You, you said you cried in the seventh grade. Uh, yeah. You lie a lot. He got That's something, too. You lie a lot. No, so that... What? Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> 
<laughs> Let's talk about that. But so fifth grade was where I remember like that kid was like, "Don't aren't you the kid that cries?" And then I was like, "Don't you get the picked his nose?" Yeah, that was like a big turning point where like I didn't cry as much. But yeah, seventh grade, that teacher got me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's not like I just cut it off overnight. Like I was like, "I'm done crying." I'm nah, like, you can't. I mean, yeah. I stopped crying in sports pretty early, but that didn't mean that I stopped crying in life, you know. But I, I, I cry when like uh, I cry all the time. Okay, let's address this. You lie a lot because you, you no, almost, I was, you I was almost, kidding. Okay, I was, I was just lying. You almost caught me in one. I caught you in a lie. See, almost, you almost. do lie a lot. Almost. What is it? The uh, when you were like, you want to do this podcast? I was like, I'm gonna ask my wife. That's like <laughs> that's that's almost when you said it. When you were like, is that just a a way to get out of it? I was like, damn, it kind of is. It kind of is because I was like, I'll see. But it actually ended up working out. Yeah, no, because that's what I use. I blame I blame the wife on everything. Oh, I I don't know. Let me let me see what the wife's doing. It's the best. Yeah, it's the best excuse. Yeah, because then they 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 don't like her. They blame her. And it's not. not yeah, it's my like fault, it's know? like when you're a telemarketer, or when you're somebody on the phone and they want to talk to the manager. And you're like, I'm gonna go talk to him. Yeah, I'll be right back. And then and you, you just put them back. On hold. They're like, dude, they said no. Yeah, sorry, man. They Didn't never nobody. They never do this. Yeah. Sorry, you can't talk to anybody else either. <laughs> I'm as high as we get. I'm yeah. sorry. Uh, cool, man. Do we do your plugs already? No. Do your plugs again? No, we did them like earlier. Well, yeah, but it's a replug. This is how I end stuff. Oh, shit, okay. Thanks for watching the podcast, by the way. Yeah. I, I know you've never listened or watched, but uh, thanks for thanks for telling me that you don't listen or watch. I just I I thought that you did, but you're like I was gonna, but then I got mm. a phone call and I never just never got back to it. Yeah, I lined up. I watched like. Probably 10 minutes of the Jacob Flores one. You're but lying. You're lying. No, I'm serious. Watched him sit there, yeah. pointy shoes and all. <laughs> uh, no, but I watched I watched part of his, but um, I got to this point, especially when I started my company, where like I just didn't want to deal with anybody. I didn't want to talk to people. And I felt like listening to like podcasts and stuff, especially because I listen to all like local podcasts, yeah. was an extension of that. So I just cut it all off. I yeah. just like stopped listening to anything. So I'm finally like within the past like two weeks, I'm finally like back into... Listen to like podcasts and feel good. That's cool. Um, but plugs, but plugs. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> In your endo, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> this is fucking funny, dude. Uh, we're so um, childish, man. Grow up, real mature. Jesus. <laughs> uh, pots on fire on pretty much any social media, and then uh, my podcast is Right Jokes, Wrong Times. Um, are you gonna pick that back up? Or are you just too busy right now? No, like I so I released one a couple weeks ago. I took last week off because it was like I was actually out of town for Fourth of July. Uh-huh. So I should have been editing, but we were in Corpus. I just didn't even have any of my shit. But I should have a new episode coming out tomorrow with Ryder Ashton. Cool. Um, and then like basically, I want to have you back on under your Patrick Christopher, uh-huh. just because like that's easy. It's it's not even the the name that you were under before. So yeah, it's nice like a new beginning. Yeah, because I always like wondered how I would do it when people came back on how you differentiate the two episodes yeah so but uh any hair plugs you want to <laughs> no i do my plugs at the beginning um butt plugs uh <laughs> cool man thanks for checking up i want to do another uh, uh, another idea but we'll keep this running but that's like a all yeah. right laters laters <laughs>